Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. G'day guys, welcome back to the Solo Nick Podcast for another week, uh, running a little bit late. This week obviously was planning to do it Sunday night like I usually do, then obviously with the, the game on Monday down south due to the public holiday in the southern states, I was going to do it last night, got caught up at work, so it's Tuesday night, unfortunately it's a bit late, the teams are out, when and might do a teams podcast this week, he might not, who knows with that bloke, but we're well and truly into the Supercoach week, so apologies for the lateness, big show tonight though, we've got the winners of the Barfridge competition which will be announced shortly uh, and obviously leading into round 14, full suite of 8 games this week, no one backing up from Origin and then we get a weekend off next week which will be good, it's, you know, sort of just after the halfway mark of the season, gives us a bit of time to reset for the run home. Alright, let's get cracking, the, the duffel bag boys this week had 1,015 points. Uh, not much to write home about this week. Pretty rough, to be honest. It seems like a lot of people had a pretty rough score this week because I thought I was going to drop way down the rankings. And I only dropped up about 100 spots to 1,337. So it was a, a very rough week in round 13. Headlined for myself by Gutherson um, with the big zero. Good one, mate. Excellent. I cannot believe he's 393k now, you know, and decreasing. It's just ridiculous. You can see where my season's fallen apart. It's been in the center wings, you know, C&K, Nakora, Gutherson. Uh, obviously, I had Croker in there for a couple of weeks, sold him this week. I've got Fergo there in the 400ks. Like, I had I had a plethora of center wings in the 500s. I think a couple of them were even, made, maybe Gutho touched 600k at some stage, and it's just... It's fallen apart with my center wings. So yeah, 1,015, not good. Uh, what trades did I make last week? I sold, I brought in uh, Fisher-Harris, and I uh, obviously who then played less minutes than normal. Great, excellent. Started on prop, excellent. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and Staggs, uh, Katoni Staggs, I went with him. And I must have sold uh, someone, I've obviously. I've sold two players for those two. I can't even remember who they were. I cannot even remember who I sold, to be honest, but Staggs and Fisher-Harris came in. Um, I sold Croker. I definitely sold Croker for Fisher-Harris, and the other one who I sold uh, escapes me at the moment, but it was uh, Hudson Young from Canberra. Sold my two Raiders boys. Brought in Staggs, obviously, who plays 16, and then Fisher-Harris. I just thought he'd been on a bit of a good run, one of the top averaging um, second row, front rows. And he'll, look, he'll be a good option. He can cover Burgess this week. I'm, I'm going to hold Burgess for the next few weeks. Fisher-Harris can cover him. I've got Stags there for 16. I've got to do something with Dearden now. I'm just going to see what happens there for a couple of weeks. It's good to have old Ponga back this week. He'll be a welcome addition to the side. I've got to decide what to do with Bronson Cherry. Obviously got him. Gone bang, bang, double tons. I'll be holding him for 16. Then trying to get an RTS or Latrell or someone for the run home, I think. But I need 
the kid's just on fire. He's just absolutely on fire, and I need to work out if I'm going to play him this week ahead of uh, maybe ahead of Gutherson or Nakora, I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, kudos to those who have played Cherry each of the last two weeks. Very well done. All right, let's run through some of the scores from round 13. There were some decent scores, but there was also a lot of crap in there. We had five players break the ton. Jerome Hughes and Lava Lava, both with 114. Kikau, 111. Oh, good for owners to see him back after missing the bye week. Bronson Cherry, like we said, tunned up. And then Benny Hunt off the back of Origin tunned up. So some pretty nice scores there. A couple of irrelevant guys. Some of the more relevant guys. Tamalolo, what an absolute beast. 93 was the most popular captain by a mile. And people made the right choice there. Good to see Fafita back to form with a 91. I told you I sold Croker, right? Yep, went on to score 87. Knew it. I knew it. It was guaranteed to happen. Zach Lomax finding some form with an 86. Good to see Smithy back in with an 81. At only 590k. He's a he's one of the top buyers this week, in my opinion. He's the third most traded in at the moment. Must have. Johnny Bateman keeps on getting it done. Only 550k. 81 off on the in round 13. Most traded in player this week. Got to do it. Got to try and find a way to bring him into your center wing. Maddo, another nice score there, 78. Depau ended up with the 76, which is good. Beat Fenua Blake. This week would have been nice to see him beat him in the bye round, though. But anyway, good to see that coming in, coming through this week. Payne Haas keeps on keeping on with the 72. The MILF. The MILF 71 without Dearden as well for you know for the majority of that game. Jake Turbo, what a huge effort from him backing up after Origin to knock out 70 points. Massive, massive. Dylan Edwards, I thought, looked really good for the Panthers. 67. Um, played the bye though, so doesn't play 16, unfortunately, but still looked very good. Mike keeps on keeping on, scoring tries every bloody week. Bailey Simonson, shout out, 65 points. He's almost 300k now. Well done, Bailey. Mitch Barnett, feel the boys got on him, 64 with a try with a line break. Very lucky. Without that try line break, he's a sub 40. Don't think he's an option, but yeah, luckily he got that try. Cade Cust from Manly, shout out, 64 points. He's at 340k, having a massive, massive sort of month or so, and he's been selected again this week, which is great news for Custy owners. Tommy Turbo, 62, solid, means his price won't skyrocket. Takiaho, second most traded in this week, with his scored a 62 last week as well. Um, so very nice there, very nice for Takiaho owners, can see why he's a popular trade-in this week. Teddy had a 60, and there were some rumours that he might be rested this week, but he's back, which is good to see. Uh, where are we going here? Rapana, 57, Tohu, 56, plodding along. Sammy Burgess, 54. Bloke needs a rest. He's down to 450k. Jesus, that's that's pretty cheap for people who don't have him who might want to jump on for the run home. I'm going to hold him. He should only miss two weeks. Should miss 14, 15. We knew we were without him for the bye, and hopefully he comes back in 17. Fenil Blake, like we said, could only knock out a 53. Brett Naden, popular trade-in target this week, had a 52, so he's got a two-round average of 43. Base price, center wing, break-even, negative 27. He's the cheapie of the week. Looked quite good, I thought, too, out there for the Panthers. Um, job security, quite like it. Uh, doesn't play 16, obviously. People like myself who have got two 
Uh, I think his break even's about a negative seven, so you probably wouldn't make that trade. You just hold to for another couple of weeks and then try and trade him down to a rookie who's playing sixteen in a few weeks' time. Uh, DCE fifty, not too bad. There's Brian Tau with a fifty. Fisher Harris, like I said, forty eight. Came in last few games playing big minutes. What's what did he play before I traded him in? Like I should have bet I should have bet my house on Crocus scoring a try this week. Came in playing 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 51, 80 minutes. Still played 70 against the Roosters, I suppose, but scores were well down. All right, let's go down towards the bottom end of the spectrum. Players who actually played and scored zero. We had Gutherson and we had Dearden. Good on your boys. Obviously, injuries can't be avoided, but still very frustrating for those of us who own both of them in particular. Marwene Hiroti is, uh, who knows, he scored eight. I'm pretty sure he's been dropped this week. That's He's horrible. He actually lost cash. Uh, Manessi Fainu, I'm not quite sure what happened there, but he only scored 15, which is well below his average. Mitchell Dunn only scored 18 and suffered a bad injury there. Thoughts with him. Copley, after a few good weeks, could only manage a 19. Dylan Walker. Anyone who jumped on him won't be happy with the 21. Same with Matty Moylan, 21. He's really going to be an option here, I think, for 16. Breakeven's only 61 this week, but I dare say that he has got... His breakeven is going to be increasing very shortly because he's got a 78 in there from his last round, which will drop out. So Matt Moylan, add him to your watch list. He's going to be pretty cheap. He's already pretty cheap, and he's going to be a bit cheaper shortly as well. Who else have we got here? Just scrolling through, trying to find some boys who play 16, who are value. Reese Martin is down to 350k. That's crazy. Tarpany, shout out, went in. Good selection, mate. Had 26. Well done. Cookie. Cookie could only score 26 as well, but we can forgive him. RTS with a 28. Dropped 57k in value, and he's got a BE of 137 he is a perfect, looking like shaping up to be a perfect price for round 16. RTS, do not jump early on him, but keep him in the back of your mind for a trade, either in the mega trade week next week or the week after that. Definitely one to watch there, RTS. Um, scrolling through, Asako could only have 32. He's not an option for 16, in my opinion. Cameron Murray, 34, will let him off the hook. Corey Allen broke through into the 30s. 36, he just... He needs to go eventually. And, you know, that trade Corey Allen to RTS might only cost you maybe 250k. So that can be done with a, with a few shuffles, I think. Isan Masters only had a 37. He's down at 500k. Very affordable too. Very affordable. A lot of center wings at the moment dropping value. Uh, BE90, so he's going to be pretty cheap next week in the mega trade week as well. Looking good for 16 there. Um... Scrolling through, we said Nakora before. Tolman was interesting. Less minutes for old Tolman this week and could only manage a 42. Uh, Manu Ma'u, 45. Again, I think he played less minutes. How about Pappenhausen? He's jumped up 296k. He just had a 46 this week, but came on, I think, uh, Brodie Croft got injured, so Pappenhausen played some decent minutes there. Uh, selected on the bench again this week. But 464k, well done to anyone who jumped on him. That covers most of it, I think. I think that's it. Trade-ins this week. Who are people going for? We covered most of them. Bateman, TKO, Smithy, Staggs, Naden, Fafita, Madison, Hughes, Host, Cherry. Oh, I'm not sure about the Host trade in there. 
Um, but I don't mind the rest of them. I don't mind the rest of them. Jerome Hughes. Few people are probably going dead into Hughes, I'd say, with some of the cash they've got. And I don't mind that trade. If only I had 230k to make it happen. People are selling Sammy Burgess. Obviously going to miss a couple of weeks. Clemmer with the broken wrist, six weeks. People are fed up with Gutherson. People are cashing in Garrick. Reynolds is out injured. Hudson Young, he's suspended for five weeks. CHN, who knows what's happening to the dogs. Dearden's got the ankle. He's done for six. Corey Allen, people are fed up with him. And then Reed Marnie, people have seen him seen him through the bye and now they're trading him to Smithy, I would suggest. Jerome Hughes is the interesting one for me. Halfback, fullback, dual... Break-even's only 15. He's had some decent scores this this year. 52, 52, 45, 87, 29, 114, obviously, on the weekend. Obviously, plays 16, which is the big upside there for Hughes. But definitely worth looking at to see if you can shift him into your side. Right, trades for the duffel bag boys this week. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure, actually. I've only got 12k in bank, 19 shades left. Like I said, Burgess can sit on the pine because I've sort of got about a 19 to 20 man squad at the moment. So I can cover Burgess with Powell, Fisher-Harris, you know, those sort of likes of players. Obviously, I'm going to be slotting Ponga back into my side. So that'll be he'll be good to have back in there. Feels like it might be a Cameron Smith hooker week this week up against the Knights. I think there'll be some points on offer in that game or else, I mean, if you want to go Tamalolo again as captain, you can, no one can blame you for that. Averaging 86, he is just an absolute animal. And up against Wests, up in North Queensland, he should go well again this week. The only boys I'm really looking to sell is probably Dearden and Corey Allen, but there's no value to be made there from either of them. My only other cheapies are Tau, who I'm going to um, wait, try and get a couple more price rises out of him, and then Katoni Staggs, who I'm holding till 16. The rest of the team's looking pretty decent. You know, I mean, Naden's there, obviously. I could go, I don't know, I could go a Ferguson down to Naden, I suppose, if I wanted to get some cash, and then I could go Dearden to Jerome Hughes, maybe. That's going to give me another one player for 14, but I might just hold trades this week. Like I said, 19 left. That means I can go five next week, two the week after. Still leaves me with 12 for the run home, so that might be the way I play it. All right, let's let's give our way a couple of bar fridges. Anyone who hasn't been aware for the last four weeks, we've been doing a bit of a competition sponsored by our good friends at Hire. That's H-A-I-E-R dot com dot au. They do bar fridges, white goods, electrical appliances, all sorts of stuff. Um, air cons, you name it, they do it. H-A-I-E-R dot com dot au. They've given us a couple of bar fridges to get away, to give away. The competition was you had to send in an entry in 10 words or less. What annoyed you the most about winning? Now, we went through a few with Wenin on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, so you'll know the flavour of of what we received. There was a lot of very good entries, a lot of very creative entries, a few poems, a couple of haikus, a um, couple of pictures, actually, a couple of uh, one particular picture of Wenin and JT as uh, Will Farrell and John Riley from Step Brothers. I particularly liked that. That was quite funny. Um, 
some other really good ones about about Wenin and some of his mannerisms and some of the particular things that he does that just grind people's gears, particularly started copying to start his own solo podcast and then doing it for one week and then stopping. Um, the bloody, that air horn that he was playing, not a lot of fans of that out there. But the two winners that I've gone with, there are a couple of simple responses um, that we received quite early on in the piece, and, and they met the brief of 10 words or less. Um, the first one I thought was quite clever. It's from Wilson. Uh, it just says, what annoys me about when in the most? Thinking his name is clever when it's not. I thought that was that's quite a clever one, and I agree. I don't know why he has that name. It was his when I first met him. It was his DJ name, DJ Wen in Rome. I don't know why he's gone with that. Who knows? We might have to ask him. But I thought that was quite a clever answer from Wilson, thinking his name is clever when it's not. So, Wilson, mate, congratulations! I will send you an email tonight to let you know. And the other one was from Bo. <laughs> I thought this one was quite funny. Again, it's quite simple. It's quite brief, but it's it's went into a T, and it just says, "Please just get the players' names correct, please." That's that's one of Wenin's biggest problems is his pronunciation of some of the Islander names and and just the name, just forgetting names in general. So, Bo, well done, mate. Please just get the name, players' names correct, please. That one struck a chord with me. Again, nice and simple. So. Bowen Wilson, congratulations, boys. I will email you tonight, and then I will organise to get your higher bar fridges delivered. Um, we'll have to get a photo and chuck it up on Twitter or something once you've got them, once you've got some cold frothies chilling away in there. All right, guys, that's it for the Solo Nick podcast again this week. Again, sorry that I'm sort of 28, 24 or 48 hours late, but we got there in the end. Good luck for this week. See if we can't climb back into the top 1,000 taste. See if some of these guns can't actually start acting like guns and start putting some points on the board. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.